This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It is an alien trip from BQL presented by BetMGM. She is Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Let's go up a level. Monday night football tonight as we finish off week 13. The Saints in town to visit the Bucs. Bucks minus three. The Bucs are minus 175 on the money line at BetMGM. And the total is set at 41. This line opened Tampa laying six points. So we've seen money hammer the Saints. The line has come down three points. And the Saints have won seven of their last nine against the Bucks, not against the number, straight up. They have also won four straight in Tampa. So that's why we've seen that New Orleans money come in. And also, Tampa Bay hasn't looked that great this season. They're trying to get back to 500. And I said this last week, and I'm sure these percentages have evolved a little bit, but right now, there's around a 30% chance that the winner of the NFC South could have a losing record. It is still Tampa Bay's to win, but the Saints aren't out of it. What are you thinking when you look at this game? Yeah, this is a massive game. Uh, despite the records on these these teams, it is actually a very important game for both of these squads. But I think this is an instance where you're seeing like pros versus Joes. I think we'll probably hear this a lot today, where a lot of the pros are on the Saints. And then the Joes are probably thinking, well, it's Tom Brady. It's at home. You know, it's a short number. But also, you've got to consider the fact that a lot of this early action from the quote-unquote sharps or, you know, pro betters was at a different number because this one opened at, what, five and a half or six and was immediately bet down to three and a half where we're seeing it now. So you've got to remember that those people were taking that bet and that number, which is very different at five and a half or whatever or six, as opposed to three and a half. But the trends certainly favor the Saints in this one as they're seven and two against the spread in their last nine games against the Saints. However, these two teams have already played this season, resulting in a uh, Bucks win 20 to 10 in a slot fest of the game. However, in that game, the Bucks were heavily injured, didn't have Chris Godwin. I think they're a little bit more healthy in this one, but still, Traditionally, when you see the Saints, a team that defensively has really had the number to Tom Brady, it's really tough to back the Bucs here. Yeah, I think so, too. And we talked about this earlier in the show, and you made this point. I thought it was a very good one, is that certainly when you're trying to handicap a game, you look at where the money's headed, right? And you say, okay, well, maybe this is part of my handicap. You never want to follow the money blindly, but you take it into consideration. Well, you're going to see all of the money on the Saints, but remember, a lot of this money came in when the Saints were getting six as opposed to three, so maybe it's a little bit different now. I just, I, I'm going to bet the total here, and I, I think the I think the spread has shifted enough now, Chelsea, and this is a rare situation where, look, it's moved three points, which is a lot in the NFL, so I think now maybe the Bucks are the right side. Initially, I would have been all over New Orleans, but I have a hard time trusting the Bucks, even though I think it's the right side just because how long do we have to wait 
for this team to come together before you think, well, they're not going to come together. This is who they are. Do you think there's still time? Because now we're getting into the latter stages of the season where the Bucs have plenty of talent. They're really banged up on the offensive line. They still have Tom Brady, they still have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, playoff Lenny, but they've had problems running the football, problems on offense anyway. Is there a chance that Tampa Bay, they can still win the division and, and make some move in the playoffs, or is this just kind of who they are? Well, you're always talking about relative to their division and their conference, because looking at the NFC right now, there's not a ton of teams that really stand out and jump off the page to you other than the Eagles and probably the Cowboys. So I think that there is still a chance, you know, because as bad as they've been, all that matters is that they get in the playoffs. And right now they're still leading the NFC South. And with a win here, it could put them squarely in the driver's seat. And we've heard from Tom Brady before saying the football season does not really start for me until after Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's not that far after Thanksgiving. Maybe this, this is when the real Tom Brady shows up for this team. I'm not completely sold on this team. But again, you're talking, relatively speaking, to what the circumstances are. So the Bucks certainly still have a chance. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I certainly think they do. But again, history points to the Saints playing the Bucs very, very tough. It is a daily tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Coming up in 10 minutes, Jason Scott from MGM. BetMGM will tell us how the Bucs fared this weekend versus the public. And we'll get his thoughts on the early lines in the college football playoff. After we are off the air, it is time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth as the lines move. They keep you up to date with what it means. It is all on BetQL and all available on the Odyssey app. Chelsea, what is your game script here? I tend to think I'm going to be on the under here. I like the trends, but I like the way I think this game is going to go because you're talking about two superior passing defenses in the National Football League. Right now, the Bucs defense, number five against the pass in the NFL. The Saints defense, number eight against the pass. So what I think we're going to see is two teams who are going to try to run the football, which will, of course, you would think, keep the score down. And also, last week was a good chance for Tampa Bay to put up some points against the Browns. Couldn't do that. Just could not move the football. The Saints are coming off being shut out. I just don't believe in these offenses enough to generate enough points here. So I'm going to be on the under. Yeah, the sabotage factor would be that the total is really low at 40 and a half. And I kind of am waffling between which play I like the most. Because like mm -hmm. I said, it hinges on both teams. Because I think the Bucks maybe you see more points from them here, even though they've been terrible in the red zone this season. One of the worst red zone offenses at scoring touchdowns when they get inside the red zone, scoring on just 50% of trips. That is a touchdown. Uh, as opposed to a field goal. So I do think it is lower scoring, but at 40 and a half, like you're risking maybe the possibility of a garbage time touchdown. So for me, I think I would look at the first half under at 20 points, which yes, seems very low. But like I said, both these teams struggle in the red zone. And especially when both these teams 
really don't have a ton of explosive plays. At least that's what the case is for the Bucs. And that's why Tom Brady has uh, really not put up the huge numbers that we have seen him put up in the past as far as passing yards go. So I think we see a slow start to this one. And I think first half under 20 points is the play I like better than the full game total of 40 and a half because you run the risk of garbage time touchdowns at the end of the game. I think I'm going to be, I'm going to stick to the under 41. And there are some trends that point in that direction. In the last five games for the Saints, the under is four and one. In the Bucks' last seven, the under is six and one. Here's a bit of an odd one. But since 2010, when a visiting team is coming off a shutout, and again, the Saints were shut out by the Niners last week, 13 nothing, the under is 27, 18 and one. That is a clip of 60%. God, the more we talk about this game, the uglier it sounds, whether it's first half points, whether it's unders, whether it's injuries. Another thing that I think is a big factor here, and certainly it's hard for just an offensive lineman to, to make a difference, but when you look at the Bucks offensive line, Chelsea, I mean, they have just had one injury after another all season long. Now Tristan Wirfs is out. So again, if you're trying to protect Tom Brady or you're trying to run the football, which I think Tampa will try and do, that's going to be another setback for this team. I just think it's going to be an ugly football game. I think so too. I think uh, it's maybe worth taking a look at some unders in the player prop market if you think both these defenses are at least uh, decent. I think the one that I kind of had circled was Tom Brady and his passing yards. It's set at 273 and a half, juice the under at minus 120. He has not hit this in back-to-back games. Uh, but again, he has a healthier receiving core in this one than he did last time out. Uh, I think a lot of passing yards depends on the other offense as well. And that's the problem. If the Saints offense is so bad too, and they're not eating up any time on the clock, then the Bucs are going to have more possession. So I think I just keep talking myself out of just about any play I have in this one. Let me ask you this before we go to break. Tom Brady going to play until he's 50? He's 45 now, yeah. and now he, he he doesn't have Giselle to hold him back. Not that I'm not saying she was holding him back, but clearly they were on different sides of the fence there. And he said, what was it, a couple weeks ago? If I can keep, keep playing, even if I'm losing, I'm going to do it. I, I, I don't think he's done, especially if he goes off without winning the division or after losing a season. doesn't seem like it's in his DNA to stop after that. 